0: things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. So tonight the truth is going to be unfiltered and full of flavor. Please welcome Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo, bringing you the smoking truth. Happy Friday to McCool. How are you doing, my dear?
1: I don't know yet.
0: Oh, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I'm actually feeling pretty good. It's hey, been uh, hey, it's been an eventful hey. day. <laughs> Sorry,
1: That'll be on the soundboard next week.
0: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I may tell folks at some point in time why he just decided to do that, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs>
1: This is okay. Uh, we don't have to share all of our secrets. No,
0: we don't. But because I just, that's
1: what makes it special. That's true. That is
0: true. That is true. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um. Anyway, so but here wait we are. A yeah. Okay. For real. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. I'm sorry. That was a nice pro- clean one. I'll get that. One. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have said anything Thanks, about OG. that. But that goes into another conversation prior to coming on about <laughs> we. Like, I know I got a mouse sometimes a little bit, but Dana's just like, and I look at her and I go, God, like, you know, and I, that's about my second oldest. Anyways, uh, folks, I'll share that story with you one day. I just, okay. all right, Platinum, here we go. All right, okay. so let's get started. Part all right, everyone. Hey, everyone, thank you for checking out another episode of the Smoking Truth Podcast. Uh, please yeah. do not forget to subscribe and hit the notification, all that good stuff. On our YouTube channel because that's how you are told every Tuesday when a thing drops, you know. And if not, then you can always go check us. You will know, go through Facebook. Actually, our Facebook account—I just checked it again—is up a little bit more. I know, right? Um, so it's it's getting there little by little. It just takes time. But any, you know, but listen, folks, please tell your friends. Um, and just check us out. Both we're we're talking about all things Volusia. Hey. Yeah.
1: Let me tell you something. I had um.
0: I thought she was going to say penis again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate that. <laughs>
1: you don't even know that's what I was really saying uh, with the ahead. accent and all. Go ahead. So I'm going down to get my hair cut yeah. last, this, earlier this week uh-huh. Okay. Uh, to Blake Elliott Salon, Okay. Best Hair Salon in Belusha County. Just want to say that. Okay. My hairstylist, Parker Hendrick, Henderson. Mm. Shout out. Okay. But I'm walking down the alley and I hear Dana. I turn over. It's Jeff Ritchie, my financial analyst. Really? Yeah, and he is um, on. He work goes. He works with me in Rotary also. Okay, but he's like, he said, "I have a serious, I have a serious issue to take up with you." And I'm like, "What? Like, what could it be? Like, is my 401k failing or something?" Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. And he says, "No." He said, "I need to see how much money was in your cuss chart at the end of the year." I said. Oh, my God. I said, I don't know, like $150, $200, like yeah. that. He said he needs a financial audit. He did not believe us. There, he said we're short. We're light. <laughs> so I just want to tell you that.
0: <sighs> uh, okay, heavy breathing. Okay, anyways. So uh, don't forget to check us all out there. And then. um
1: has <laughs> anticlimactic.
0: You yeah, know, oh, you want to ask me about my, myself? My, oh, well, listen. So everybody, I don't know whoever ever noticed, but Dana definitely noticed. I forgot Elvis last week, and I apologize. It just was going crazy, and so that's I, why the show I, was a little off last week. Yeah, maybe, but no, that's why a, I broke
1: out into that whole maniacal
0: maybe thing. Uh, but anyways, Elvis is always good to have next to me. And so, Brilliant
1: uh, editing, by the way, OG. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I yeah. was <laughs> like,
0: I was going through it last time. <laughs> I was like, oh, there it goes. You'll never know, folks.
1: <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> so. never. You'll never know. Oh. Only yeah. three, we three,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we three. That's the only. Ask me. Who's your lover?
0: I got in honor of last week's penis. Pig dangalang. <laughs> I won't even say the last one because I don't. Yes, want, you will. Just I don't say want to it. Out somebody.
1: Wait a minute. OG. What does BDP stand for? I don't know. <laughs> it's your ba- fucking cigar. Bag- I forgot. I signed a no compete.
0: I can't say it on yeah. your show. Big Dang Lang and the last name starts with a piece. Anyways, I don't wanna I don't wanna out I don't wanna out rhymes you know, with
1: Balmer.
0: Balmer but starts with the last <laughs> <letter P. laughs> so, uh, 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 piece. it's is actually wrong with us today? yeah. So in honor of last week and just talking about the whole dang-a-lang thing, I just was like, you know what, let me get that today and I, I was blind. I walked in, Edgar had a like Etka, where's BDP at? She's like, It's right there and I Oh like, although she's like looking uh, blind a little bit much me mm-hmm. Like, yeah, apparently.
1: Hey, uh, OG, what am I smoking today?
0: You're smoking the Foundation Charter Oak Paganotario.
1: Looks nice. Looks, yeah. like, looks a yeah. little sophisticated. It looks like a little Olmec-y. Looks like,
0: looks like I could have that with a nice glass
1: of Cabernet. You know? It looks a little Olmec-y. Yeah. Doesn't I mean, it? Yeah. It's
0: not the same. Yeah,
1: yeah but it looks. It's a box press.
0: It's a box press, but that's a
1: Connecticut wrapper where the Olmecs, I San Andreas. Yes, yeah, San Andreas.
0: And there's a lighter one, too. Did I get, a, did I get a pat on the head? Yeah. Can, can I get that, OG? <laughs> of course, he's a fucking man. <laughs> you can have that. Well, that, yeah, because that would work in today's world because, you know, it's identity. <laughs> it's politics, so I identify as a man for the next two seconds, and then I'll identify as a dog. I'll get on that. I'll, I'll identify that. as a worm. I'll identify as a whatever. Let
1: that me is. ask you something. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. We're going to break this down for one second. Yeah. Okay. I'm a blonde now. I see that. Right? Very becoming. Thank you. I'm okay. a blonde now. Yeah. Why do people get braces?
0: you got to fix your damn teeth. Okay. Okay.
1: Why do people wear glasses?
0: Because they want to see okay. properly. <laughs> why do
1: people color their hair?
0: Uh, more for looks or anything else. How they feel about it. You know, whatever. Yeah, right. Why do people
1: that. get tattoos?
0: I, I, it comes down to just, I guess, uh, it's just some sort of preference. Like, hey, I think it looks cool. I like it. I, I want to – it's about who I am, you know, and so forth. So
1: Public displays mm-hmm. of ornament like that mm-hmm. comes from a deep, deeper-rooted cultural mm-hmm. thing within humans. Mm-hmm. We want our outsides to match the insides. We want people to God. understand who – like who we are, right? God, no. Listen to me. <laughs>
0: Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna because I think if I know your
1: insides yeah. don't match your outsides, you have the right. No, yes,
0: you do. No, yeah, you, you oh, I, 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 let me back up. Yeah. You may have some feeling of a right. It doesn't make it right, though. Let me tell you something. There's a big difference. There's nothing confusing about what's going on over here, right? With your tattoos and so on other. Mm-hmm. I think it's super disingenuous and confusing as hell for minors today and everybody else and all the. Crackpot world to sit here and go, oh, I identify as a man. Dude, you're a woman. You got boobs. You got a vagina. You're a woman. I don't care. If you want to go around feeling like a man, if you want to cross-dress in some kind, in some way, look, more power to you. But stop all that. We got to pass laws because I want to count for my gender identity. No, I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. In my world, that is a strong, strong line for me. Never going to happen. I'll respect you as a human being, and we'll have a conversation. So as let's I us As I did last week. Listen. Let's As tell that week. then
1: to, let's Help. tell that to Help. Down syndrome. Let's tell that to Down syndrome, no. children. No. no. Why? No. Why? Let's, You're making a false no, no, equivalent. No, Stop no, no. Stop it. Yes, there there's a not, there a, are, there a, there is not a false equivalent. There are gays you don't understand this shit. There is not a false equivalent. Do you know why? Genetic is genetic. Okay? Genetic is genetic. Do you think that people willfully want to change their gender to be subjected to ridicule, to narrow-mindedness, to fucking politicians telling no. them how to live? No. Do you think because that people media- will? The minute you that. start
0: doing that, you open a door for, hey, guess what? I'm a six-foot dude who wants to play in a woman's sport. Listen, and I don't that, believe in so, that. No, I don't but, believe but, in wait, that. No, but you can't – no, but you can't do that. You cannot – oh my god, I didn't want to do this today. You cannot sit here and say, oh, OK, yeah, let's go ahead. I don't believe in that, but let's change it. No, because Why? That's, you fucking that Republicans do that all that, the no, fucking no, time. Stop. Yeah, that you story, do. That starts, we want
1: you to believe what we believe. Period. That's, that's what you want our, to me to do. That starts to slippery We want you to be a white because male. Because once you do that, you start opening up. A Christian white male, no, 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 and that's God. what we want. No,
0: no. I you're have a hard, I have, You're fucking in the state hard, of Florida if you are not I a Christian have a hard white male. You are a man or you a woman. That's all you're going to put down on a piece of paper. I could care less who says what to me. I'll tell you to your face. You are a dude. You are a woman. I've had people come to me, and I go, yes, ma'am. And they look at me weird. Dude, you're not going to get anything else from me. It's yes, ma'am.
1: Well, that's your personal. You're preference. You're not
0: going to get a yes sir out of me. But
1: you don't but get then, to no, take your personal uh, uh,
0: preference. Uh, uh, I can't believe he did that to me. me I don't give a something. damn. Listen
1: to me. Let me ask you a question.
0: You're not going to get me on this. Let one. me
1: ask you a question. Yes. Who hurt you?
0: No, Seriously, not, even you, hurt you? not even close. Not even close. I see too many messed up kids with all this nonsense about like. Dude, I don't even I, I hate talking about it cuz it's just so ridiculous and stopping and there's a mental problem there and y'all got to fix this crap man but Derek I know hey, gays can I you don't even ask the understand this How shit. about
1: this? let I'm going to do this. I'm just going to ask the quarters now. I'm just going to ask the governor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's ask the Republican party then. Let's ask the governor if we can get some money to reprogram these people. I mean, I forgot, can we do that? I forgot. Can we have some money to reprogram these people not, so that they'll uh, be straight no, white Christian not, like look, you like them? What Let's you do that. Do in your pers- How about some mental health? I'm Can we have money to do those that? Forms because Can accommodate- we do it?
0: No, you are Let's what you it. are. Born at birth, I mean, as far as your sexual, you know, physio- physiological sex. There's none of this other. So I don't even want to get into it. This is, I Dane, this is the one thing you're not going to get me on, my dear. I'm sorry. I'm
1: not trying to get you.
0: No. I'm not a got you kind of person. No, no, it's not that. It's just that you want me to be. Uh, Listen, you I don't want I, you to be anything. You and I, generally I try however, I, and I,
1: however, yeah. I, however, don't subscribe to your narrow. I know. I,
0: listen, I get it. And I'm just. And like, we're just
1: going to have to respectfully
0: agree to disagree. Somebody's going to be like, "Oh my god, what triggered the hell out of Eric right now." It's, it's such nonsense, and I, I'm I'm over it already with this. God, all this victimization crap I, I hear half the damn time, and we'll get into that little tiny bit of Tallahassee a little bit too. People like. Anyways. You're uh,
1: breathing really heavy right we, now. We, we got here. some stuff to talk about. Come here. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, pulse, hey, the pulse is fine. Okay, listen. Yeah. us. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Go for it. All what right. do you want to talk about, Eric? Uh,
0: Let's some, calm but, you down. Let's there, talk no, about there, straight white male shit. No, no, Come there's on. actually um, there's actually some stuff that uh, we'll straight get into, white male shit. Let me County. Just
1: interpret for you. Go for County, it. County
0: type stuff. Go for uh, it. Anyway, so
1: go ahead. you're all fucking. Discombobulated. We are so,
0: No, no, no. So in the.
1: In, I think I need to put a ten in the
0: jar. In a uh, in the spirit of just trying to go around, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not the world, but maybe Florida. So you know okay. how everybody likes to do Florida man stuff. Yeah, every once in a while, right? That
1: was created also by straight white males. I'm just going to keep pointing that out. Who
0: cares? However.
1: Let me ask you something. Why does a, Ron DeSantis wear lifts in his shoes? Why can't he be genuine? I don't know. He was born I a mean, short man. Whatever. I mean, God I God forbid so, anybody try to live their authentic self. He feels like a taller man. Why is he wearing lifts? Because he could, wants to be taller? I, I don't He's know. He's not living genuinely. You're it, short. Stop identifying know. as trying to be tall. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I have no clue. Hypocrisy. Like I could care less. Than yeah. Yeah. Pharmacy, no. And you need somebody, he needs somebody on his makeup team to
0: <sighs> do something. Okay, go for it. All right, listen to this. Okay. So apparently this is a story that came out about, ah, it would have been a week and a half ago, and mm-hmm. just, I just kind of came across. I thought it was funny, so I wanted to mention today, because I realized I doing these Florida man things, and I'm like, you know what? So apparently, <laughs> a Florida man hurls a Subway sandwich at a worker, all because he got his sandwich cut the wrong way. And nah, I just said, "No, I swear." No, listen. A Florida man was arrested for hurling a subway sandwich at an employee because he was upset over how it was cut. A Florida deputy—that's <laughs> uh, that goes into what happened in Deltona. But this guy right here, this Jamoke, this Momo right here—it was in Martin County. <laughs> this don't they only offer one way? I—I I don't know. They took a the and cut it in half. I thought it was always just like one way. So, you know, but this guy is sitting here and, like, and he, he got into a little discussion with the person who cut the sandwich. And before you know it, he's hurling his Subway sandwich. I'm like, folks, what are we doing here? Yeah, and you're going to get outed, brother, because you're just an idiot. <laughs> this guy's name, uh, anyways, Mr. DeBarros, uh, Alberto De Barros, 54, mind you, charged with battery after the incident had unfolded on January 9th, I guess. In federal high uh, – the you sub- know what? I'm gonna call it out to The fu- subway at five nine two four Southeast Federal Highway in Stewart, Florida, over in Mount Martin County. And I'm just sitting there going. The gentleman became upset with her after with her after finding out his sandwich was not. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm my apologies. It was not separated. Apparently, the affidavit said the two had a brief verbal exchange, and the baro started to cause a disruptive scene. And then I apparently, I guess that's when he threw his sandwich. Can I out. say something? Yeah.
1: Bitch should have went to Publix. Just saying. <laughs> That's what just, happens when you cheat on public subs with Subway.
0: Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Subway sandwiches. Uh, and I'm, I'm uh, Yeah, I'm very partial. Wait, why? Why? I just, I don't know what it is. It's just I'm not a fan just of the bread them. not manly enough for you? No, it's just it, maybe it's a little bit of bread. Maybe it's the Meat, cold cuts. a little limp. Yeah, maybe a little limp. I don't know. I just – but I'm a big fan of public sandwiches. I love public sandwiches. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah.
1: Hey, I was in uh, – I wasn't just in Kentucky. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, actually, Cincinnati. Okay. They were so happy – they just got their first Publix. The dude was from Florida. My, uh, What you call it? My uh, driver mm-hmm. was from Florida. They're so happy to get. I said, man, there's about to be a revolution up in this county here. Because you know, you know the glory of a Publix sub. That's like one of the true things. Because when you go away and you actually miss Publix. When if you, you
0: live outside the state of Florida and you happen to catch this miracu- m- miraculously Smoking True podcast, you have no idea what you're missing. True story. I'm a big fan of public subs. Anyways. Oh, and another note. This is another story that came out in the last two weeks, I believe. I think it was over in Seminole County where a Florida man uh, was shot, killed teen roommate after being asked to move out. And I, and I highlight this sometimes because I'm just sitting there kind of going – "What?" the Seminole County Sheriff's Office had arrested two men who have been identified as suspects in the murder of a 17-year-old Winter Park resident. And I'm just sitting there kind of going, What are we doing? Like is that these where people
1: are breeding too.
0: Well I you listen, I love your commentary sometimes too. <laughs> you just come up with these I just go. <laughs> not- but it's so true though. <laughs> it it's like so folks
1: <laughs> They need a rubber.
0: Let me take off my glasses for a moment. Hi. Hey. These frigging people.
1: Pain us. Yeah,
0: I know. God, stop. (laughs) Okay, folks. (laughs) These people are breeding. I just want you to know, and (laughs) I'm not going to comment anymore on that because then we're going to delve back into some level of politics. I just don't want to do that. But you know, if ever a case needed to be made about something, I would just sit here and go, God, you know, or some level of castration or some level of just like I don't know I, they need to salt Peter didn't they talk about at one point in time that like the Chinese government was like sterilizing people this, that, and this you or know, whatever hey, I, they I, I, wrong
1: they're wrong
0: I'm not gonna advocate hey for that would somebody. be like
1: bone nah I'm advocating for it right now but I'm just sitting in the comments- have, oh, listen God. listen to me yeah if you make over this amount of money you can have this many children otherwise I'm not paying for anything above two children. Period, and that's the way that it should be. Sorry.
0: Well, the military does that.
1: I'm paying for two kids. That's it.
0: Military, I think, has a max limit payout on, so they give you extra money for for children. Like you know, for, so if you live out in town, they'll give you mm-hmm. money for for living out in town instead of base housing, right? Um, and then obviously, if you have a child, they give they give you a set dollar amount per child. I think it's up to two or three, and then after that, you're done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously there's there's a reason why you don't see a lot of military people running around with five, six, seven, eight kids. <laughs>
1: Dude, I'm just telling you, it's but, ridiculous. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous. I see people
0: sometimes running All around, I can
1: see when I see people
0: No, I'm not gonna say that. Well, I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to be if kinder. you can afford it, listen, and I've seen people, find, I see some
1: people. The Duggars did. The Duggars afforded it. Yeah,
0: no, no, listen. And I know I have, know people I know people who have like six, seven, eight kids and, and look and bless them, if they if they can afford it, great. Um, but I'm just sitting there kind of going, like, all right, but when I see a level of irresponsibility from folks and listen, then they want the government to control you know, I hate for you know it.
1: listen do you know how how blue am I on a scale of one to ten I'm pretty blue yeah, yeah, I am yeah. very I'm yeah. very socially blue but yeah. this is where I draw the line. I am so sick of welfare. Yeah. I am sick of welfare. That's where a lot of our infrastructure money is. Yeah. Now I believe in social services but this is what I believe. I'm not paying for over two children. I am sorry. Get your situation taken yeah. care of, be responsible, take some damn birth control. Birth control is not expensive. And if it is, then the Republicans can start to fund uh, all birth control, for God's I, sake. I it you is this. cheaper in the long run. Why aren't we talking about this? Why are we I not talking about birth control? What Why I, aren't we talking uh, about men getting a little snippy snip, too? Well, they
0: can do that if they want to. I, so here's another thing, too. and Just so everybody knows, too, like I think it's roughly 30 to 33% of our budget. Is basically you know uh, Medicaid in nature, right, and so forth. And I'm not saying that we couldn't be doing a better job in some areas, especially when it comes to um, med, these, med, <sighs> these med waiver programs. you have a lot of kids that have dis- uh, disabilities and so forth. And I think we here's the and thing, we I'm for
1: that. And, yeah, and for we and, that. And
0: we've increased it before, but we can do a better job. But here's my point in, in all that, right? So you, I'll see somebody out there with like you know five six kids that they barely can afford, right? They're on Medicaid and I'm, or whatever, and I'm sitting there kind of going, really. So I'm sitting and I think about this, and I go, "Look at this irresponsible individual." Mm-hmm. And, 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 and and why once, are we rewarding that? And I don't that? want to overly prejudge it because I know sometimes things happen in people's lives, and then they get on Medicaid. But remember, Medicaid is not meant to be a kind of a a bed, it's or whatever you want to call it. It's supposed to be like a springboard type thing. Brother, it's
1: you know? not even the Medicaid that but I. have But the money that with. should be
0: helping out those folks in MedWaver whose parents, you know, these kids are have legitimate like adult kids who have like legitimate, um, you know, disabilities. Could be going. We could be funding that more, but yeah, we're taking Medicaid to continuously help. And I, and one to the I'm not trying to be overly judgy, but it's always folks that are just irresponsibly having these kids, and then you want the government to pay for it. Exactly. There are people. There it's a lifestyle. Yeah. It becomes a
1: lifestyle yeah. to them, and I it's know. generational, and it sucks. And I think this is the thing. Yeah. This is what I think. No child should be left behind. Yeah. The children should be taken care of. It's not mm-hmm. their fault that their parents were irresponsible. True, so listen, I want them fed. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want them fed, mm-hmm. and I, I want more restrictions on what they can buy with food stamps because I believe that good, healthy food is affordable. I believe that good choices are out there. Mm-hmm. I don't. I want to quit funding bad food. Yeah. Right. I want to quit. If you want a sin food, then you pay for it with your money. You're not going to pay for it with mine. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay. I think that also that, that children should be fed, no doubt. But as far as it comes to actual money, just stop it. Yeah, we incentivize having more children because we reward it under the guise of that we're going to take care. Yeah, and we're not doing, we're not taking care of our society as a whole because we're spending this money and funding people to have yeah. irresponsible behaviors. Offer the option there. You know what yeah. I mean? After after two kids, you should know. I had one child, mm-hmm. one child, and with an exception of a, I think four or five month period in my Mm. pregnancy, there's never time. I didn't work. I work. I've worked since I was 15 years old. Yeah. And there's just no excuse. I work three jobs. So don't say that. And I never had any more kids. Do you know why? I couldn't afford it.
0: Yeah. No, I'm with you. And I think, but this, and this goes to a larger part, and we'll come back to Volusia County folks. But this, um, you know, this goes to a larger conversation about, a lot of things, right? So obviously, as most folks know, I you know, in Florida, we decided, obviously, years ago, we decided to, uh, we decided not to take the uh, Medicaid expansion um, funding, right? And I, and I was okay with that because I hate the fact that our budget becomes more and more, um, uh, or becomes more and more of a slave to the federal budget, and I hate that because with a lot of these monies come strings attached, right? Now that said. There was a proposal years ago when we said, "Hey, we're not going to take the Medicaid funding." And I think they were looking at—I think it was close to two hundred million dollars that we could do here in Florida to get something initially done. And a lot of it was tailored towards helping out a lot of folks, um, like so, you know, helping folks go to doctors' offices because one of the other challenges too, there are a lot of doctors who want to see Medicaid um, expansion, but there's a lot of doctors who don't want to see it as pervasive because Medicaid doesn't pay out the same rates as you know, obviously, commercial insurance. And you have to then what's happening is. You're having to get so many more commercial insurance patients compared yep. to Medicaid. And I, and I get yep. all that, right, on some level. However, we did have something – there was some a plan on the books years ago. Um, this is probably my second – into the second term we had a conversations about this. The idea would be to help these folks kind of in that don't hold, so to speak. They couldn't afford – they couldn't qualify for this. They couldn't qualify for that. But <laughs> – Hey, you can you can choose your primary care, and we would help you fund that. And it would almost be like on a sliding scale, kind of right. like what family health Service does, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of these family uh, quali- these federally qualified clinics do. They get it like on a sliding scale, but there is going to be a little skin in the game, which I'm a big believer in. Like, you know, even if you're working, let's say, let's say you're a, a 20 21, and I'm not a big fan of all these penalties of federal government like to come down with like, oh, if you're 20 years old and you can't, you're not getting some sort of insurance, you're going to get penalized for. It. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a big believer in all that. However, I do believe that at a, on some level, of the state we there are things we can fund. I think goes a long way to helping a lot of folks. I may not help everybody. I want to understand that. I May not help everybody, but man, there's a lot of folks you can help fund on creating something where you know if you have X Y Z doctor. Let's say for all intents and purposes, his name is Doctor Palmer. Doctor Palmer has an office. <laughs> and now i are gonna have to call him Doc. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Palmer, right? And then. You know, and Doctor Palmer has a number of patients, and then his he in, in part, you know, you can go to your um, Doctor Palmer. You probably pay, you know, 20, 20, 25 dollars per you know, right. per visit, right? Mm-hmm. And then the state, whatever that cost, is the state picks up the rest of the tab uh, on on that, right? As part of that sliding scale based on income. So at least you can go see primary care because one of the biggest challenges we have in this country is we don't do a good enough job. And I would and I wholeheartedly agree with this. Um, we don't do a good enough job on the preventive side. Right. We we always wait till the end. We we're great when it comes to the end. I mean, there are people can fly all over the world to come to America and get a lot of surgeries done because you know, there's less wait times or whatever. But it does come at a cost. I'm not gonna sit here online and say that I'm not gonna try and protect one party or the other about it. It's just it's a reality. It does come at a cost. However, we don't do enough on the preventive side. And if I if we could get more folks to go see the doctors, I don't and you know, get them into primary care, whether it be fairly qualified health clinics. Uh, you know charitable and, and free clinics, um, and, and and just regular doctors who don't mind doing business with the state. If we had a fund set up for that, and and, and actually what it really should be done. It's set up as a trust fund type of deal, so that way you can collect interest, and then make sure there's a guarantee, a big guarantee, because I know what our our state and others love, love to do, right? When the shit hits the fan, they love to raid these funds if there's money in there, and I don't like that crap, and I just and everybody does it. When that's why I'm also a big believer, and you and I disagree with this. Uh, well, you and I just we have our arguments a little bit about it. About debt service and putting money in reserves, right? But my point is, so we don't have to tap into other things. My point is, is that something should be set up here in Florida that takes care of Floridians, right? And you could probably do it for about two, three hundred million. We just got to fit. We just got to sit there and commit to doing it, and just and, and saying if we're not going to take the Medicaid funding, which I'm okay with, then we got to set something up. Then at some point in time, you know what I mean? Because we are <laughs> going to continue to grow as a state. Health insurance is still a problem. Right, and and and, it, and I think a lot of people have those con- real conversations about like you know what they're doing is like Medicaid so screwed up, right? That you get past a certain point, one dollar, like there's no scale to it, right? Is you once you get cross that cross that threshold, you're done, get off. But yet you still have to worry about like all, everything else, and I'm like, no, can't there be a size? Like I had one lady call the office a couple several years back. And she was like, look, I don't want to really necessarily be on Medicaid, but this is what happened with my husband, blah 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 blah. And I got like two kids. And I said, okay. And she goes, I want, but I'm in a I'm a bit of I'm in a bit of a bind right now. And I said, No, I understand. So we were trying to help her navigate the system a little tiny bit. And she was like, you know, I get why we have it, but I don't want to be on it. But here's my problem right now. I'm trapped. Because the minute I go a dollar over the threshold, and I don't know what the number is because exactly. I don't want to talk about with the numbers. Let's just say it's 20000 dollars. The minute you go over that, Boom, you're off. Done. You're on your own. Well, $20,000 doesn't do anything for a, for, for a single woman whose husband who passed away two years earlier, right, and has two kids. What does that do? Why couldn't we say, hey, after $20,000, we're going to pull back a little bit of the money, right, and then that's it, and then, you know, whatever, because as you make a little bit more, we'll pull back a little more up until a certain point, and then at some point in time, you got to cut them off altogether, mm-hmm. but we don't do that, and I don't understand, and, and maybe we do on some level, but that's why I tell folks all the time— when it comes to monies we receive from the federal government, I get we want the monies because we feel like it's our money. And I, I don't disagree 100% with that argument either, OK? I do believe a lot of it is our money. But the problem is once it gets up there and it comes back to us, it comes through all these strings. And depending who's in power, Democrat or Republican, they'll put whatever what they want on there. And so now as we try to negotiate Medicaid expansion, we say, OK, we'll do it this way. Nope, you can't do it. It's got to be done this way. Politicians are stupid. It just – it gets frustrating. Like, come on, really? Because, they're, because ultimately – this is what it comes down mm-hmm. to. It becomes about party winning. Yep. And less about trying to really help somebody. Can
1: I tell you what I would love to see? Yeah. I want to see I want to see babies taken care of. I want to see school aged children taken care of. So education, having meals at school, listen, I don't know of anybody that wants to take advantage of as it were, of lunch programs. It's important that children have breakfast and lunch. It might be the only way that they're served. I don't want that screwed with. I've had
0: that conversation before. I don't want that that, screwed
1: with. However, when it comes to having an EBT card, when it comes to how much money is giving to a welfare recipient, I just have problems with that. I have problems with long-term welfare, say, uh, after... 18 months Mm -hmm. because some people, I I believe, take advantage of this. Like they make a living out of it by having more children and adding and adding. And it's it's horrible to me. So I want to see children fed. I want to see jobs training. I believe Mm -hmm. that if you um, are taking welfare, that there must be a requirement for you to have an educational vocational component to that. Mm -hmm. Um, because you need to be paying back into the no, system. I you know what I'm no, listen, saying? No, no, listen. You I, can't keep funding somebody that's not contributing to the tax I base. I 100% agree. That.
0: Now, let me ask, let me ask you sure. a question. This is an issue that came up a couple years back. That somebody, um, you know, obviously, it was a Republican who brought it up. And, and I thought that was, it was I thought it was reasonable and fair enough. And I just was like, and the Democrats were just railing against it. So the issue was, how do you use... Your food stamps or EBT card, right? Mm-hmm. And so I've always argued that, well, first of all, if you're going to be on the government dime, that means, unfortunately, folks, that comes with a certain level of controls. When you get your own money – It does. It's no secret.
1: It's all yeah, the way around. It, Everybody so, getting federal money, when I'm talking private individuals, pri- private corporations – there are limitations and restrictions, strings attached to any type of federal money. Everybody knows that. Go Everybody
0: for it. it. So, I, so, they brought up, so what ended up happening was is they were going to do a restriction saying, hey, you can't use your EBT card for certain items. And most so of does. it was like soda, so junk food, cigarettes, yeah. whatever it may be, right? Yep, yep. And, and I don't know how they're finding their ways to get around this stuff. But then the Democrats are arguing – what are we doing here? And I, and I just couldn't understand what the art. Well, let me back up. I just couldn't understand the. Argument, I'm democratic guess, AF,
1: and I'm like not. Yeah. For, I'm not well, for that. It's almost those like snap. are sin. It's almost it's like snap. sin. It's yeah. pay your damn sin tax. Well, it's
0: like snap, right? So years there were a couple years back. And I had a, I had a, I had Why a. Why do
1: Democrats hate that?
0: I had a, I had a conversation. I, I don't know. So I had a conversation with my former boss on this issue on SNAP.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: SNAP is Supplemental Nutritional yeah, Something program, program. Okay, all right. Anyways, and so what happens is. So in the word "snap" is nutritional. Yes, and this goes back to the argument: how much is in can a soda? You, yeah, can you pay None. for cheese? And so me and my four Watson, and I had this conversation. I'm not trying to out it, but he felt a certain way about it, meaning that he was like, "Well, no, but that's you know, there's stuff." And I said, "But no," I said, "Man, it's nutritional." You don't need to be by no Fuego. Yeah, you know you can't know. It should be used because and let me be, let me be honest with everybody too. Usually, when it comes to food consumption, and who actually does worse when it comes to healthy eating, mm-hmm. usually are those at the, at the lower end of the economic scale, right? For whatever reason. Maybe it's a lack of education. Maybe it's because of some certain foods are too, too expensive. They can't afford it. At that point yeah. in time, but though, if we're the government and what we're concerned about is long term, right? Why are heart, you not keeping your eye on the nutritional component? When it comes to the heart Physical, whatever it may be, right? It's preventative. Yeah, that's my point. I was like, but why? And the word is nutritional. Yeah. it does. There's nothing nutritional about chips or soda yeah. or whatever it may be. Hey, here's the
1: thing. I will uh. let chips slide because yeah. I can't eat a sandwich without chips. Sorry. Okay? But there is no reason for soda. There's no reason yeah, for soda. junk food, period. Yeah. Candy of any sort, period. That is not part of a nutritional component. I'm not trying to fund somebody else's bad habit. I don't ask anybody to pay for my cigars. Yeah. I don't ask anybody to pay for my beverage or my sodas when I have it. My thing is, and I'm not talking. I'm not talking down. What yeah. I am saying is, you hit the nail on the head when you're talking about long time benefit, long time cost analysis over what does that really cost us mm. in terms of. Um, in terms of nutrition after mm-hmm. the fact. So let's just take one kid through a okay. cycle, okay, through a cycle. Kid grows up with SNAP benefits or welfare. The parents aren't that versed in nutrition, so they're feeding a child something that's not healthy, financed by my federal tax dollars. Mm-hmm. Then what happens is I'm creating a human being now that is going to be have proclivity for diabetes, okay. right, for other health-related issues. Then this person doesn't get the education, still eats poor nutritionally. I'm still funding it. But now I'm funding his doctor bills as well. And, the day, and it exponentially grows as they get older because now yeah. I have diabetes. Now I have what else? High blood pressure. Now I have heart disease. Mm-hmm. So what I'm basically doing is now I am paying mm-hmm. to pay more. Yeah. Think about it. I am paying to pay more. 100% where true. if we start at a young age yes. and we put these, if you, listen, if you're funding yourself, whatever, go for it. I can't say anything. Yeah. But if, if, if I'm paying into that, I should have a say in that fact, in the fact that you need to raise these babies nutritionally sound. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what that choice is, when you go to run that card, you'll find out what that choice is. Because you're not going to have sodas. You're not going to have junk food on there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, and even at that, listen, anybody can eat healthy. They're, listen, a head of lettuce, tomato, yeah. carrots, cucumbers, beans. Beans are so cheap. One of the best foods. Uh-huh. Brown rice. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It just comes options. down to a choice. So if you take away the loaded gun, yeah. if you take away the loaded gun mm-hmm. or you take away the bullets, mm-hmm. the gun's not going to work. And I think that we... I think that the taxpayers that are funding this should have say in this. I don't know that it's a necessarily a Democrat. Thought. I don't know that necessarily it's a Democrat. No. I think that it's a parental issue. It's not a – I don't think it's a partisanship I, thing. It's a well, parental
0: thing. I, listen, I don't dis, I don't disagree with you on the parental portion of it. But I. But it was just – it was a really weird case they were trying to make on – and I just – No, nope. you can't
1: get there. Would, there like, I, There's no reason to buy soda I with federal they're, they're money. Always,
0: I guess on – on the Democrats I guess the worry always is, oh my God, if we give this much, then we'll give they'll give a little more of the weather other things. But no, it's it was never I had a conversation with the with the sponsor of the bill, Republican, right? He's mm-hmm. Dude, this guy is so hardcore Republican. And he said, look, man, I'm not trying to take away the snap benefits he you know, look, in the perfect world, in the ideal world, me being super conservative, he goes, Look, I'd like to do away all these programs. But I'm not that's not the point. The point is is that ultimately, he says, look, you know, that may be a conversation from another day. The point here is that <laughs> these folks are using Money that was meant to help folks out, right? Get yeah. get a get a meal, do whatever, feed the family, but not garbage. And what we're finding all too often, more so than we than we care to admit, sometimes, right? Is and this is not. And he even told me this is not an across. I'm not trying to be like an across the board across the board shot, right? Mm-hmm. Like I know a lot of families are struggling and they're trying, but there's way too many, way too many who are not. And they're just like, oh, run the card, and that's it. And they're picking up all, you know, all these chips and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I that's watch, I not... watch,
1: I watch. And, and, I
0: watch and, the and then when you go to the corner store, mom is sitting there feeding them with this garbage. Like, like that's dinner or lunch. And I'm like – and he's going – and so he tells me, listen, man, you can go to any store today. And, and once again, I don't know what everybody's situation is like. But you can go but pick up – you don't have a, to know. You, you can go pick up a one-minute box of rice, brown rice, mm-hmm. which is better. Two dollars. $2. Better than the garbage you're putting in your kids' stomach with that with the chips and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you want to use your TV, EBT card for all that stuff all day long, I'm okay with that because ultimately, I know it's not boiling the water. you boiling the water for 15 minutes and then cooking the rice a certain way. But at least it's better than that garbage you're giving your kid and then we and, and Listen, as no don't reason I
1: was saying that exactly there's no reason to fund that yeah. there's no reason to fund bad habits because it costs us more money and when we don't have a say so I'm just saying it costs us more money yeah. you got to think about that if people want to make bad decisions, fund it yourself. Fund so, it yourself.
0: Sorry. Two things that came up this week, a little bit about it, and I, I want to talk to you about it because I know okay. you're, gonna, you're gonna get you're gonna get a laugh out of this one. Well, not okay. yet. I'm gonna come to that. I'm gonna segue into that one yet. Okay. The first one was we had a, there was a big conversation in Tallahassee. So one of the there was a number of things happening in Tallahassee, but the big deal obviously is when everybody got in the floor during session and where everything got hung up and things got very late for me mm-hmm. and why I was like rushing in today and had all the things to do. Anyways. The issue came up because there was a bill that they were hearing on the floor which talked about the expansion of hours for kids uh, at work at 16 and 17 years old. Mind you, it is, it is elective. There's no mandate. We're not going back to 1920s where you're mandating that some kid has to work. Because I think right now state law basically – I think there's like 20 to 24 hours you cannot have a kid during a school night. And I think actually they're not even supposed to work more than four hours per day mm-hmm. is what it is more or less, right? So now the question is – there's a bit of a shortage coming with, believe it or not, for unemployment, especially within certain jobs, certain areas, right? Excuse
1: me. Hold on a second. Yeah. Did you Republicans watch CNBC this morning?
0: I, did you watch I, the I, jobs report? I, I, did I, I did, did you watch
1: the economy? Did you I, I watch the numbers? Chance. I did not no? have a chance
0: to get no. to see it. No, I did not. If we're doing want. good. Okay.
1: No. Just well, saying.
0: Well, but well, yeah, we are – listen, we Uncle are Joe okay can still man.
1: Uncle Joe can still smoke pot and he's doing a great job.
0: I. Oh, gotcha. Anyways, we're not going to get into that. So – my point is is that the bill was elective, meaning that if a child decides, um, if, if the opportunity is there that if a child wants to go ahead and go to 20, 30 hours for the week, they can. Mm-hmm. So where everything get bogged down.
1: What what's the what's the age?
0: It's sixteen for sixteen okay. okay. right. years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is where everything gets bogged down. Mm-hmm. I'm li- I'm listening to the Democrat side of the aisle on the arguments. Mm-hmm. And everything that they were arguing suggested that somehow this was a mandate number one. And number two, what are we doing about child labor laws? Well, if you read the bill, there's nothing in there. And so let's say, for example, you don't want to read the bill, but you go to the summary analysis of the bill. Nothing in there talks about changing anything on child labor laws. But that was the argument always. And I just sat there, was just like, I didn't understand. So my daughter, all right, who works at Texas Roadhouse, right? And has She's been working good for at her job years, too. I I think she is. She is. I think she is. And I've had people come back to me and comment. Folks who've gone. Yeah, I FF, Yeah, 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 yeah. He and others, right, three hundred five and others, mm-hmm. have come back to me. Oh, you know, she does a great job. My point is, is that you know, she obviously when she was going to high school, could she have picked up more hours? She said, yeah, she could have without hurting her her, her, her um, academics. Mm-hmm. If I thought it was going to be a problem, then I would say, hey, you can't do any more hours than that. I don't care what the job says, you know, but you can't. I don't want you asking for more shifts. Right. My point is, all this is elective, and I just sat down. So if a child wants to go, and then they were throwing comments, saying, "Well, where's the parent in all this?" Well, they raised a responsible child to work. Well, 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 hang on, (laughs) stop. (laughs) Because that's what was being argued on the Republican side. And I just, that's why I always go back to saying Dana's not like a full blown like 10 on the scale. It's like progressivism. She's like a 6.57. Because I hear comments, I'm kind of, but this is the argument they were making. And like, well, you know, that's between the parent and the child at home. And, and also, when the child first gets the job, I'm assuming they're talking to mom and dad. Right? And then they go, well, where's the school district involvement in this? Whoa, wait a minute. Hang on a second. What are we talking about over here? I I don't understand what strings they were pulling at to make this case against a bill that was simply elective. And that got hung up. And then there were like there were like originally there were like 40 some odd amendments put on this bill, all filed by the Democrats, right? And I just sat there, you know, and I was just like, okay. And there were, a bunch of them got withdrawn because some of them were just redundant in nature. And they were like, I think it came down to like 15 to 20 amendments at the end. And then they have structured debate, which means you can battle it for a little bit of time right. and so forth because they don't want this thing to drag out. Right, it, forever. It could, yeah. it could It could all night. Right. But, anyways, and I sat there and was just kind of like, and this is what frustrates me a little bit. There are moments in time where I see Democrats putting certain bills up that actually I like. And they, and they make it through the House, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and especially when it comes to, like domestic violence issues and this, and the other, right? Yep. Or other. Uh, there's a couple other issues. Or when it comes to, like, um, uh, the the, the, uh, the Florida Healthy Start program, Kiss, uh, Healthy Start, right? Okay. Got all that. But then I hear some of these things that you would think, you know, and once again, we're talking elective. We're not rolling. I mean, the way you heard it, it was you were thinking we were rolling back to 1910, when kids were working forty hours a week, an eight-year-old kid was working forty hours a week right. in an auto mechanic shop or something, with, you know. Yeah. And I just know, and, that, and that's the picture they were trying to paint, and all this, and I just didn't understand the argument, and I was just. And then sometimes I get on my Republican, you know. And then I look at some Republican legislators, so I just go, answer the question, just yes or no. But no, <laughs> because they want to hear themselves. No, and let me, blah, 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 and I'm going stop, stop, Rep. So and so. You're a good rep. I like you a lot. We agree on a lot of issues. But you don't have to speak and go into a long, drawn-out thing. Just answer no. It's Because it's sometimes as simple just saying no. Shut the argument down. But then they want to qualify. And then sometimes what happens in Tallahassee too, when you start to qualify your answer too much, Sometimes you screw up and hey. it begs more questions. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> hey, don't open yourself up, just stay quiet and just say no.
1: Can I can I talk about live local for 1 second?
0: So I was going to the next thing you I was going segue- to talk about. Yeah, go I was for I was going to talk no, about you,
1: that. Hey, you go for it.
0: So no no and cuz I wanted to So
1: go for it.
0: I there's no um there's no hiding the fact that I You know I, what I'm going to talk about. Yeah, no, I know. So I'm well, I'm going to open up the floor to you. Okay. So there's no secret that I'm – I have concerns about Live Local. I understand what the intent was. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do wholeheartedly. I do. I, I'm not a – I worry about – Let me, dem- about- me democrat
1: explain right now, yeah. OK? I'm going to democrat explain. They're thinking twice, Lucy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> wow. So, well, here's the deal. So then, when, okay. here's what happened. There was, So there were some provisions within Live Local that some folks, you know, when it comes to industrial – because, you know – that comes you know the jobs who's buying industrial property other than the folks who want to eat, like warehouses in like other for like jobs right right all right so they made some provisions to do that to say hey okay we want to impact those areas and so forth and so on and whatever okay mm-hmm. so that was a conversation mm-hmm. the Senate president was one and a half mm-hmm. well the senator who's running the actual bill was was working with um, she's out of Miami and I heard somebody else called me up and said hey because I I'm too siloed out with my boss and things we're worried we're, you know we're working on I had a chance. So somebody called me and said, "Hey, look, I just want you to know that everything they talked about taking out, you know, which look, it is what it is. We'll take what we can get." They just said, "We're putting it all back, right?" And I'm just kind of like, "Wait, what?" So then I'm kind of like, "Okay," and and then you start hearing stories about apart- existing apartment complexes who are going back to cities and counties, going and renegotiating how how they pay their taxes because they're going, wait. There's Even no the way this way complex, yeah. there's no way this complex is going to have a 30 year like tax free deal and we're paying tons of money. No. Yeah. So they're threatening now to be able to do that, and, and so I'm hearing it more and more. Like there were some Pasco County commissioners who came up and they were like sitting there kind of going, "Hey, we heard what so, what so and so city was doing, and you know we love what they're doing. We're arguing the same case, and mm-hmm. I said, oh, you know they're, now you're here that some complexes are, are existing complexes are looking are, are yep. threatening. Uh, to sue in some way or trying to re- renegotiate their deal because they're like, hey, we don't want that. You know, yep. we, we want the same deal more or less, right? Right. So they're all coming together little by little. But there is something bigger <laughs> as a Republican that I worry about. I don't know if anybody – I want it. So I'm going to stop <laughs> and then I want you Wait
1: a minute. to chime in. Hold on. Yeah. Let me just do this. <laughs> I'm drop the mic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Okay.
0: I think everybody needs to pay attention to this. Whether you always so, agree with Dana or not, or me or not, but I think Republican. I'll just I'll I'll it this way. My Republican friends, pay attention closely what this Democrat's okay. about to say. You
1: ready? <laughs> all right. Go ahead and build all of these SB one hundred and two homes,
0: apartment complexes. Let's be more specific. Homes. It's okay. somebody's home. Okay. No, that's – okay. But I. But I sometimes in, in go society, ahead
1: yeah. and build yeah. these apartment complex homes. I want you to build lots of them. I want you to build the biggest amount of them, the greatest, the hugest, the biggest,
0: the largest. I want you to do huge. huge. Yeah. Okay.
1: Because, my dear fellow Americans, this is what the Republican Party is doing right now, in effect. They are building the next generation of Democrats. So I want the Republicans to go ahead and finance and legislate their own demise. So don't stop. Don't, don't, dear Democrats, listen to me. Let's stop fighting because what they're doing now, we are building affordable homes. We're bringing in more Democrats and we're going to turn Florida blue. So I would like to personally thank you, Ron DeSantis and Senator PasadoMo. For doing this, because you forget that whenever you legislate like this, there are always what unintended consequences. So thank you for turning Florida blue.
0: So we, as some of the reports was folks who pay attention are probably a little bit more obviously politically engaged, right? Our audience to a certain one degree or another, right? And so there's no secret that obviously uh, now Florida surpasses in re- Republican registration uh, Democrats by like 800,000, right? And it's and that's been that's probably that's been work, that's been happening for the past decade, and we've been making some strides. And some of it has to do with our just our policies, right, in general. That a lot of folks are like, hey man, I like Florida, I'm gonna move down to Florida, blah blah blah. Then this thing comes around, and I'm Eric, sitting there kind of, and, I'm, Eric, and I'm sitting stop. There going, wait, stop, wait,
1: wait, wait, I, wait. no, 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 I cannot let that pass. What? Penis. Oh God. No, Listen me. to me. No. People come to Florida for the sunshine, not the politics. They come here because why? We don't have any state taxes.
0: What do you – okay. That's, that's still – Because if I look to the Democrats, they put it in state income tax and then other things and other things. No, but Dana, no, wait a wait, wait, wait. No, hang on a second. Over the last three, four years specifically – Yeah. Over the last three, four, four years, years, there has been an increase – there's been an influx, an increase uh, of individuals coming here. Mm-hmm. Because they hear all the stuff that's going on. Whether mm-hmm. you agree with it or not. And a lot of it is people with money, yes. <clears throat> okay. Come
1: for the mm-hmm. politics, stay for the homeowner's insurance.
0: Yeah. So what I'll tell you is that, you know, look, do I disagree with you in saying that? And the people I'm not come gonna say I weather? don't believe
1: that it's not a conspiratorial thing that the Republicans are doing, that they are legislating. So – and they're not doing anything about insurance rates, so it will send poor people out of the state of Florida and no, they can bring all the rich white no, 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 Republicans no, 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 no,
0: no, down. No, 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 that's, that's not that. true. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Because you I'm can't
1: a, afford it. If, you're, no, if you wanna, are no, a you can't afford to clear up live in Florida. Because I just had a
0: big major meeting on this whole deal. I mean I want to clear some things hey, up. But, listen, but beyond that, SB 102, this here, is what my stop, concern is. Stop. Come
1: here. I don't, I'm not worried about your pulse rate, but you are getting that wrinkle right there because you like – when you start getting serious, you're getting that
0: – So what I am concerned with long term as this is – being strictly political now, okay, is that there is a higher propensity of Democrats living in apartments compared to, let's say, tri- strictly home ownership, condo, town home, whatever it may be. Right? It is what it is. I'm not going to dispute that. That that's just usually the case. But, you know, and and it is true also too that people who live in apartments probably are less likely to vote a lot of times. However, there will be a point. Do you
1: hear that, poor people?
0: The, you, but there will be a point where the numbers become too insurmountable. That I don't care how many people are not voting in the primary; there to be so many that the numbers alone will just will will be a ton of bricks on the on the elections here in Florida. At some point in time, where you're going to see uh, de- Democrats, we're going to be just and, and and I and I and I say this and and, I, and so I don't understand this sometimes. Like when we start doing somebody's policy, like I get yeah, we're trying to do some sort of affordable housing. Some of it is just development deals just in general. And I'm kinda of going, okay, but understand where we're going with some of these things. Whether it be trying to figure out how to mitigate and navigate the waters of the environment where all the development's happening in Florida, which is fine. I get all that. And I and I'm and I'm and I'm not insensitive to that. However, there's another component to this, which is I just feel I'm sitting there looking at kind of going, Do so you know what some Republican told me today? or a couple of days ago? Right. Eventually, and this is not because I love New York City. I do. I hate the politics, but I love New York City. They told me, you watch, in about a decade, Florida's going to look like just a larger version of New York City. Apartments it's gonna be a, everywhere. It's going to
1: be coastal and New where, York. And,
0: and folks, who votes in large numbers predominantly in New York City? Poor
1: white people.
0: Democrats do. That's Bring right. poor white people
1: So I, I don't know what everybody's thinking. I'm a poor white people. I'm a Democrat. I'm a poor don't white people. I am a democrat i am a poor white i do not know what
0: everybody's thinking, but I'm telling you that. That may end up being the unintended consequences whole thing. So, at some point in time, if you're Thank a decade you, from now, Pasademo. if you're a decade from that, I not, love
1: the legacy you're leaving. Yeah, I'm not
0: saying that the Democrats are going to have complete control, but boy, does the governorship start to look a little more real. Boy, does the Senate, which has less less numbers in the House, right? Does boy, does that start to look a little more real sometimes, right? Um, and and that's a reality. So I, I don't know, folks. Take it for what it is. Maybe it's just my own opinion. <sighs> On the matter, but we'll see how things kind of you know flesh out. Now, as far as property ins- insurance, I just had a big meeting on all this, so mm-hmm. I know property insurance is a problem in Florida. And we just went through this whole thing mm-hmm. uh, within the last year. Uh, I wish we had done it a year prior, mm-hmm. but there wasn't a deal struck. The House, I'll be honest with you, the, as far as I'm concerned, the House dropped the ball. I thought the Senate had a, a, had a good package to get things going, and the House just punted. And I was just I was a little annoyed because I've been do- I've been seeing this for a while, right? And, in my prior role, my former boss, around the insurance industry mm-hmm. and so forth. And so they there were some good tort reforms in there that we could at least get the ball rolling, and they didn't. They punted. So here we are. Now we're scrambling through this big tort reform package, which is what we did in many ways. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just watching the numbers now, and the numbers are starting to come back down. As but, uh, So what drives a lot of what happens in Florida are lawsuits. Folks, whether you agree with other aspects or not, we are probably the most litigious state.
1: Yes, we are.
0: Yes, we, we sue are. like crazy in the state yes, of Florida about every little thing. Yep. The trial bar is strong here. It does, mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know, trial bar is folks like John Morgan the Morgan and Morgan of the worlds, right? So all the guys you see – everybody you see with the billboards up and down I-4, they're usually trial attorneys, all right? The ambulance chasers, all this other stuff. So my point is, is that we did that and so the cases are coming back down to almost pre-COVID levels, right? Mm-hmm. We are now – I just saw the numbers because I had somebody was somebody was tra- was tracking this, and this is no BS, guys. And this is not politics. I'm just telling you what I what I'm seeing on the paperwork, which is if you looked at prior to us doing the to- the tort reform package that we did last year, okay, we had a number of um, uh, insurers that were leaving, okay, and then the other side, the other flip side of that too is that you see a lot more folks going into Citizens Property, which is a state funded insurance program. Which I'm not a big fan of. I understand why it's there, but it- it's been getting skewed, and that skews the whole marketplace. Mm-hmm. Because they're supposed to be the 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 person the, the, the entity of last resort because they can offer cheaper insurance in, in many ways. So, But they were originally designed for the coastal areas where it tends to be a little bit more expensive. All that said, <clears throat> we are now starting to see insurance companies expand their business and insurance companies coming back to the state of Florida. Which, folks, is a good thing because the more competition you have, the better it is. I'm not saying – and I'm not going to get any guarantees about, oh, your insurance is going to start coming down. What I'm saying is like it happens in most cases is that the the rate at which your insurance increases, either maybe stays the same or increases on a year-to-year basis, um, will start to decrease drastically to the point where things will start to catch up little by little. But it takes time because the other option that you have is then you got to do it by the government. And I've argued this before. That's what Charlie did back in the day. And mind you, he was Republican governor at the time. Mm-hmm. He was a Republican at the time, and he did that, and that skewed the marketplace for about a decade yep. that we had to try and fix. So you may not agree with it, and I get it, and there's, there's probably some Democrats who are listening may not agree with my philosophy listen, on that. I'm just telling do, you, but that's reality. Let me reality. ask you this.
1: What relief can we give short-term for the middle class that's really getting – listen, here's the thing. I know that I give you a hard Mm -hmm. time and the Republican Party a hard time about the ineffective, what feels like ineffectiveness Mm -hmm. dealing with the insurance crisis. Because really what happens now is that that is the single largest driving factor, that in property taxes on quality of life as far as affordability right Mm -hmm. now. It really is right now in the state of Florida. That's what I hear all the time. And what happens now is when a municipality tries to finance through special assessments or whatever then we get the pitchforks and, and because we're the bad guy but it's not this this stuff is coming down from the state level we have no recourse so what is it that we can do if we cannot fix the if we can't fix the insurance problem immediately what is it that we can do with the record amount of reserves that we have to give some relief to our Homeowners, what can so, we do with some of that? Listen, and l- listen. If DeSantis's financial team or if the Republican Party is that great in reserving and and t- having that money, mm-hmm. I would think that now is just as good a time as any to use some of that to give some so, of these poor people relief. What do the, we do? One
0: of the things that we're doing right now is, whether folks agree with it or not, is there is a there is so the CFO's office, chief financial chief financial officer's office has a, a program called My Florida Safe Home. Okay, I think it's My FL Safe Home. Last year, they allocated, I think, over $200 million to that. And the idea was to help individuals replace their roofs because we got a problem here in Florida with a lot of roofs that need to be replaced. And, and I get it. The costs are going up. And so what we do is, okay, on an almost dollar-for-dollar dollar basis, so in essence... If you pay, if your roof is fifteen thousand dollars, my Florida Safe Home Program will cover you up to the first uh, ten thousand dollars, which means mm-hmm. you'll only be out of pocket for five thousand dollars. Now, that may not cover some poor folks, but definitely the middle class, who I always worry about the most, they're the ones who get hit the most with all this stuff, right? Um, that that's what that program is. Now, the program was so wildly popular. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: All right, that they had they had all these applications waiting, they couldn't fund it. So they came back to the legislature to ask for more money. I think it was like an additional almost 175 to 200 million dollars. That is something that can be done because that goes to because what happens is once you get your roof replaced, the first thing your insurance company goes, oh okay. And there's other programs, there's other things you can do to like hardening your home. You, there's other, you just got to – folks. You got to go to like if you go to my Florida Safe Homes, like I said, my I think it's my FL Safe Home. Um, there is a number of um, I, there's programs in there you can use the money for hardening your home in essence right to make them more hurricane resistant and so forth which is a challenge right. for us here in Florida. Look, folks, whether you like it or not. One of our challenges over here in Florida comes property insurance is we have hurricanes. Kind of like in the Midwest, they have issues with uh, tornadoes. Use, yeah. We got the hurricane. So we have to live with it as Floridians. It is what it is. It's not like New Jersey or New York where they get no her- no earthquakes or whatever else. Mm-hmm. We have hurricanes. So we have to live with that reality. And so I think ho- home hardening is a real thing. Um, and so when you do that, then what happens? Once you get the monies and you pay for the home hardening or you get your, um, your roof redone – then you can go back to your insurance company and you can reapply and they'll come back out and they'll check your home again. And then what they'll do is they'll apply that towards your rates and get your rates back down. Mm-hmm. They will do that. I've seen it happen. I know for a fact it happens. I've done, I've done, I've had a 14-point inspection where it would come out with like a fifty, you know, where they come do all your mitigation stuff on your roof, this that and the other. And I got my rates. When I had to go find another insurance carrier, they came back and gave me an actual lower rate than what I was existing what I was paying before. Those are things that we can do. But we gotta get beyond it. So I've had some old timers come to me. Oh, but I would I've been with so-and-so company for 15, 20 years, and I don't want to change. Buddy, you're gonna have to change. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't want to hear that nonsense. This ain't like a, you this ain't your mom and pop's like time when you can stay with somebody for 20 years. There's no like I get loyalty to a certain extent if the company's willing to take care of you, but there comes a point in time you kind of go, uh-uh, I'm finding somebody else because just more than enough carriers are willing to do it, or at least. There were enough carriers, and there still are to a certain extent, but more are coming back to the sale mm-hmm. for that, and that'll help. It'll help, um, uh, uh, you know, with that competition. So that, uh, you know, look for what it's worth. I know it's not happening as fast as folks wanted to happen, but it is happening. I saw the numbers; it is coming back down. But we, I hate. I know. I, f- I feel bad because it's like, hey, look. And I want everybody to know, I am also. <laughs> excuse me. I'm also suffering, folks. I got a 100% increase in my insurance rates. Yeah. I was not happy. And I'm going to go start looking for somebody else soon. I was not happy. But I also – I'm not trying to drop the hammer because I also know what's driving this. And I know we're getting there in Florida. And yeah, I can afford a little more. I know there's some other folks who are struggling with and I get all that. And I really do. And I'm so, so sorry. But I also in part blame the legislature a little bit on this. And I'm going to take I'm going to take it on the chin on this one. There are things we could have done years prior and we didn't. And that's because just there's a lot of – I hate to put it. In. There's a lot that flows through Tallahassee, mm-hmm. and I think everybody knows what I'm talking about when it comes to who's paying for who helping out or who's helping out whose campaign. And we don't want to do this, and people should have a right to sue. I'm not saying that people should have a right to sue, but the point is, is that really when I got people, when you got folks knocking on your door, hey, I see a crack. On your on your on uh, your yeah.
1: Let me crawl on
0: let, Let's check it out. Mind you, homes settle in Florida. And those little minor cracks you get on your stucco—that's natural. And you get somebody come fix it, whatever. And if not, call your builder, because a lot of times your builder will come back out because there's a ten-year home warranty on most of the homes that get built. They'll come out and they'll fix it for you, right? But my point is, is that don't follow and don't buy into the narrative really quick when an attorney comes and knocks on your door, going, "Hey, you know you could sue for that," and then you buy into it. And that's part of the problem we Y'all have in Florida. Y'all need to
1: get your—you need to get your. Litigators under control.
0: <laughs> I would say that. Yeah. La- hey, uh, OG, how much time do we have?
1: Three minutes. Oh my God. Go well, ahead. No, go. Spew. Really
0: right. quick. Uh, well, shout out to the city of Daytona Beach for a lot of stuff that they're doing up there. Um, they just, uh, they're just they getting a bunch of money from Army Corps of Engineers. They've been fighting for it for a while with Congressman Walsh. Some of you may have seen the, uh, the News Journal on that. Uh, on the monies that were coming down over there to help um, Midtown area, which is a predominantly African American community area, but they've been needing help for a long time because it's like that kind of the bowl area of Daytona Beach. And the court is going to be coming in to help them out with a a bunch of money and stuff to start trying to mitigate some of that and fix it a little bit. And also I was just – I saw an article in the News Journal uh, uh, today about um, a massive amount of renovations, monies that are coming down for uh, a lot of Beach Street folks as well too uh, and renovating that whole Beach Street area um, for Daytona Beach. So, uh, you know – and then I hear this conversations happening. I think Miriam guy is furthering the conversation on what to do with – LPGA and the bridge that goes over because we all know that's a mess over she there. She
1: was screaming about this years ago, and nobody listened to her.
0: I think some were, but I just don't understand why they didn't make it a priority. And I just well,
1: here's the thing: but, oh, no, you saw the you saw the latest on the Pioneer Trail, right?
0: I so uh, yes, yeah, something else. I know. Yeah, the judge uh, threw it through it out and said no. Um, you know, can you want uh, to elaborate on that with, within a minute? I can. Or something? Uh, yeah.
1: So this has gone in front of the judge. The judge has said nobody, nope, nope, that there wasn't enough done in that area for study. And um, I was one of the only three votes out of 20 something votes to say no to that project. First of all, I believe it got bumped up too quickly. It was 15 years down the pipe. And I believe that we need to take that $93 million and give it to the LPGA area where there was already building going on in place. So that was my contention. So I voted no on it. Mm. I feel pretty vindicated in in that um, because it, Listen, truth is there's a uh, three miles this way, three miles that way. Yeah. There's an exit. And I know
0: Dunlawton's getting more and more jammed up, but I'll and I and I get it. And for the Dude, lot of folks in Port here's Orange, the thing,
1: there's a problem that's a problem. You're not planning on this and you're yeah. just saying build, 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 and so, you don't have the infrastructure so, in place. Yeah. Can we just talk about that? I'm not against you building people. The misnomer that I'm anti-development is so bullshit. Yeah. What I am anti is the kind of stupid stuff that we're doing, which is always putting the cart before the horse. That's what I It's horrible, to. horrible planning. Yeah, that's And you, we can't, it's not sustainable. And it, then what happens is, because we refuse somehow to get the money from the developers, mm. then what happens now is that it's going to come from the taxpayers? We're out of time, but that's oh, a whole nother uh, show. Last day, so. thing, we'll
0: finish up in Daltona. Congratulations to uh, Troy Shemkiss, new mm-hmm. commissioner in Daltona. Yep. Um, you know, for getting the um, for for getting selected. Uh, I guess yep. he had the lowest. I guess the way it works, lowest vote tally on that and uh, yep. number tally. So, anyways, congratulations, to Troy Shimkins. Mm-hmm. And now that also means another seat opened up because I guess somebody didn't get their way or whatever the hell it was, amongst probably other things. Who knows what? Another commissioner decided to leave. <laughs> And so it opens up the seat for somebody else. And, you know, look, folks, that's the reality we're living in. And I just I hope everybody from Deltona is watching outside or in. Right. And just taking note of what's going on and that people are frustrated and or with, I guess, I don't know. I don't want to call it politics as usual, but just the way we do things in Deltona sometimes. That's all. We're all changing. That. We're yeah. moving. So, you know, we'll know what see. I mean. Yeah.
1: All right, listen, guys. Thank you so very much. Yeah. Next week, I don't know who's coming on with her, but Jennifer Waldo Kelly is coming. I saw her this We're week. going to talk about
0: up in Tallahassee. She says, "Oh my gosh!" And her husband was there. She goes, "Oh, it's a, a-, H- a. you know, I, oh God, I, Jennifer. I'm so sorry. I think his name is Damien or something or Damon." And she goes, "Oh no, that's Eric from You know, and he works up here, but he also he's with Dana on the Smoking Truth podcast." Yeah. And she goes, I, "Are you supposed to be coming on?" So she says, "Yeah, I was talking to Dana yeah. briefly about it." So yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. she's uh, coming on. Yeah.
1: We're going to debate that whole. Uh, Amendment 4 issue with yes. searching schools and stuff like that and yep. get her to catch us Important up on the conversation. Module. Yeah, and you know I'm going to have to dig at her about the
0: whole Moms for Liberty. That should be interesting. Swinger thing. I'm mm, going to ask
1: her about That should be an Swinger interesting, be an interesting yeah, show. And they're find, interesting, There's more developments yeah.
0: in that case, yeah. too, let me tell you. Oh my God, really? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there's more developments in that case. We'll wait, see wait, how see it all turns think. out. <laughs> Anyways, close us out, Tina.
1: Listen, I want to tell you guys, thank you again for joining us. It went by really quick. This week for some reason.
0: Yeah, I feel, feel like it did. It did,
1: yeah. But listen and join us again next week on the Smoking mm. Truth Podcast. And remember this if it's important to you.
0: It's important to us. Peace. Take care, folks. Bye. This has been the Smoking Truth with Dana McCool and Eric Raimundo. Listen for new episodes every Tuesday at 8 a.m. This has been a Mike and Mike production.